Welcome to Booked, where two guys uh, celebrate their five-year anniversary. I thought it was where we celebrate our 300th episode. Well, I, I don't see why we can't do both. <laughs> All right, yeah. I should clarify. Hold on a second, because I guess what I said was maybe a little confusing. It's not really like mine and Rob's five-year anniversary, because we've been lovers for a lot yeah. longer than that. Yeah, Way so longer. Just, Closer just, to just a for decade. the podcast. Yep. <laughs> and it's And it's been... It's been considerably less than 300 episodes between us, I think. So. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. Um, so, either way. So, for this uh, monu- momentous, monumental, momentous, whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. for this occasion, Livius has forced me to go back to putting music uh, on our episodes. And I don't know how I feel about that. All right. So, to be fair, we really thought that we were going to have some theme music to use going forward by this episode we won't we won't go into we won't go into particulars about yeah. what happened when whatever but we did think right we, we were pretty yeah. confident yeah yeah so no shaming that, no shame right no no so john bon jovi if you're listening don't anymore <laughs> fuck you for not coming through on your yeah have a nice updated, day buddy yeah on your updated 2016 version of uh whatever that what was that modern day cowboy song or whatever wanted um, dead or alive that one yes thank you why do you know that and I didn't? Or it could have been so. Wanted Dead or Alive was the classic one, but then there was the um, uh, Blaze of Glory, which was from Young Guns too. Oh, God, that was fucking terrible. I'll tell you, I like Bon Jovi's first album and some things off his second album, and then his best song. Why do I feel like we've had this conversation? His best <laughs> song ever. Welcome to Jovied. Yeah, his <laughs> best song ever, and this this might this might. Um, oh, is this going to split the podcast? No, 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 but I think I think it might have listeners shaking their heads a little bit. I mean, I wish I could remember what the fuck it's called, but do you remember that movie the Fat Boys did, Disorderlies? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Okay, I do. the best song Bon Jovi did, I think, only appeared on that soundtrack. Oh, no, and you don't know what it was called? Oh, I could probably find out. <sighs> what better way to celebrate 300 episodes and five years? <laughs> Talking about... The Bon Jovi song on the Fat Boys movie soundtrack. Yeah, let's see. Well, I, I feel pretty. It's called "Edge of a Broken Heart," and I do think that's the best Bon Jovi song ever. Oddly enough, I'm not the only person that looks it up that way because I typed in Bon Jovi and then typed, I think, the DIS and Disorderlies like auto completed. <laughs> so I'm not the only person. <laughs> I think we're gonna see if technology is working in our favor today. I'm gonna try something. All right. Yep. What's the name of the song? Uh, Edge of a Broken Heart right. by bon, John Bon Jovi. Play Edge of a Broken Heart by Vixen. All right, that's not it. Yeah, there is one by Vixen, which is also very good, but it's not the same song. You didn't say Play disorder. Edge of a Broken Heart by Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah. That shit totally worked. Is that it? That's that's it. I'm fucking all air guitar and everything right now. Sounds like a Rush song. Fuck you for even saying it. But I guess what we were really talking about was the song we played at the top. You know, and I thought it would be fun to have like a little contest to see if someone guessed what that song is. But then I realized there's the Shazam and all that other stuff that makes it way too easy. Yeah. So if you figured out that that was by Lizzie Borden and the song was called Master of Disguise, kudos to you for figuring it out on your own. Good job. Yeah. Let's talk about how much time you got on your hands if you know that off the top of your head. Although well, you not- would have. Oh, I fucking love that song. Absolutely love it. <laughs> Makes one of us. Yeah. So, at any rate, happy 300th episode. Happy five-year anniversary. It's, yeah. It's, it's been a long time, man. Yeah, we've been doing this shit forever. I, I, I did. So, I know you didn't drop a bunch of numbers and stuff, but I, I did a little bit of homework. Oh, no. Seriously? Yeah. You ready for this? That's <laughs> an average of 60 episodes per year. Get out of here. Yeah. That's yeah. easy math. Yeah, no, I did a I did a Google Doc spreadsheet to come up with that. Um all right. I get the feeling though that <laughs> this year might not be like we might not have averaged quite as many. I think we were a lot heavier in the first year and maybe second uh, year than we are currently. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we kind of slowed things down a little bit, but I think that I think that works in our favor, actually. How do you figure? I've been looking at recent download numbers. Yeah, it seems like uh, like it's picked up a little bit over the last month or two, hasn't it? I'm going to use the word surge. Yeah, surge is probably a good way to go with it. So, yeah. um, either way, um, if if you're a newer listener, um, welcome. Uh, 299 episodes for you to catch up on. If you've been here since episode one, God fucking bless you. Because I've been here since episode one, and sometimes I hate myself for it. Yeah, I, I'm not the same person I was five years ago <laughs> yeah, when this no, fucking ship set sail. No kidding. Oh, so. my God. Oh, you know, I was thinking, I was like, I could look up a list of other podcasts that have done 300 <laughs> episodes or five years or whatever. But I imagine yeah. it's probably fairly little. Once in a while, I'll come across a podcast and be like, holy shit, it says episode 378. Impressive. Yeah, right. So, yeah. I can't even imagine how many women I've disappointed since this podcast began. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I will say, and we're, we're not going to do like a roll call or anything, but I have seen quite a few podcasts come and go. I had no interest in podcasts until we started doing this. And even then, I wouldn't say I was terribly interested in podcasts in general. <laughs> You're not interested in podcasts now. Yeah, exactly. So, But yeah, I've seen, I've seen quite a few come and go. And I, I'm glad that we were able to weather the, um, the, the podcast storms and still be here to continue to do this. And uh, uh, I'm going to raise my Diet Coke to you, Rob. Um, here's to at least five more years of this shit. Oh, I would raise my beer, but I already emptied it. Of course, oh, you did. there's oh, a couple of another, drops left. Another drunk Rob podcast where he promises me things that never come to pass. <laughs> and I, well, don't say such forgettable things. Oh, Rob! All right. Um, uh, throughout the course of this episode, um, we do have a little bit of uh, a couple of audio clips that you're going to hear from friends and or uh, members of the Booked Podcast. Um, yeah. We'll have a couple of shout outs later um, from some online well wishes. But can I can I kick this off with uh, with a little something that, that someone I would like to thank and acknowledge for their their love and, and support of this podcast? Please do. Please, please do. Adam, whose legs don't work. That guy is the fucking man. I fucking get a package from him. Rob, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So listen. Yeah. I didn't know that if you just put chocolate on fruit, it could be so fucking delicious. <laughs> this was like a like a like a uh, edible arrangement, and it had chocolate covered strawberries where they're like kind of like three quarter dipped in chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Banana that I, I, I'm still a little because yeah, banana's a little mushy, so it's kind of hard to tell. But it was, I think it was covered in white chocolate, and then half of it was covered in dark chocolate again. So there was like white chocolate under dark chocolate. Which, again, wasn't surprising. It was delicious. That sounds delicious, right? But chocolate fucking covered apple slices. Holy oh, yeah, shit, that sounds dude. good. Oh, my God. Because I look, and at first, I, you know, because it's shaped kind of like a like an orange wedge. And I go, huh, that's kind of a little weird. And I bit into it, and I was like, holy shit, there's a fucking apple in there. It was fucking delicious. So, Adam, not only are you a wonderful supporter of this podcast, but you made my fucking night, man. That was, that was perfect. And timing, it arrived on our five-year anniversary. All right, I'm going to read the message that came along with your package that you sent mm -hmm. to me while I was in California. Yep. <sighs> Congrats, Booked, on five years. 300 episodes is impressive shit. Last year I promised an edible bouquet, but those are expensive and terrible, so enjoy these chocolate-covered bananas. I sent Rob ice cubes for his butthole that will probably be melted by the time he gets back from California. Number one fan, number three, Adam. What a wonderful guy. And did you find the ice cubes? I drove past your place to see if I could salvage them, but there was just a puddle in front of your door. There, well, that must have been it because I didn't. Yeah. There was there was not shit. Okay. Oh <laughs> uh, well, hopefully you didn't need them. Hopefully you don't need someone to shove ice cubes up your asshole anytime soon. I'll I'll tell you what. Um, I'm a little. Well, I think the term "butt hurt" actually kind of works here because like everybody sends Livius all the good stuff, all the pies. All the fucking chocolate-covered fruits. All the fucking dolls and weird stuff. And what do I get? What do I get, Livius? What you just heard. Nothing. <sighs> to be fair, though, you celebrated our five-year anniversary in, in, in a different fashion. Yeah, that was expensive. 
Yeah, but no, no, but you actually had a party, right? There was a party. Yeah, there was, was a party. Do you yeah. want to talk about this now? Yeah, let's talk about it now. What else do we have to talk about? We don't have a book to talk about. Yeah, we don't have a book to talk about. Although I am reading ourselves. a book. For reals? Yeah. Well, what are you reading? I'm reading that Welcome to Nightville book. Oh, <laughs> there's no fucking way you actually started that. Yeah, dude. 100%. Not 100% like done reading it, but <laughs> I 100% started reading it. <laughs> I read the dedication page. No, I'm like 30% into it. Oh, nice. Very nice. Yeah. Fucking not believing in me. So uh, I went to the AWP 2016 in Los Angeles, Livius. I don't know if you knew this. I was. Uh, I had heard rumors. Yeah, rumors that uh, that you were uh, that you were there. Um, now you actually went to AWP panels, book fair, the whole thing. Not exactly. So I uh, went to Los Angeles, the town that was hosting AWP, and this is the level of disregard that we have for the the, con- the conference. Um, when uh, me and my posse, we're gonna call him a posse. We're looking for places to like do an Airbnb, like vacation rental kind of thing. We didn't even consider being close to the downtown LA where the conve- the conference was going on. We just went by the beach. Um, having been at least to the book fair and and around um, a few AWPs, I would say that you probably picked the um, you probably picked the better uh, of the of the two options. Yeah, dude, it was good. We went to. We got a nice condo by the beach. By the beach, it was like a. It wasn't like on the beach, but it was like walking distance to the beach. And um, there were two obligations that I had for the entire trip. One was to go to a reading that was featuring David James Keaton, amongst others. How was because that? Because we always uh, we always support our 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 Keatons. I uh, got there late. <laughs> Only saw half of his uh, story, but it was a new story from. Um, Whatever that uh oh what's that series that he he had the story in it was done by the people oh the the states right horror yeah states, states state of, of horror. horror yeah yeah he did his story from the states of horror that he's in um and I, I heard like the last half of it it was pretty good and then there was a dude that read after him and then there was the intermission and we went and we left after that <laughs> so we didn't stick around for too much of that but um Keaton was funny as always and um the other uh, obligation that I had was. The much like in Seattle in 2013, when Booked co-hosted a, a party with Lit Reactor, we did the same thing here, where it was not a reading; it was just a get together um, at this bar slash restaurant in LA. And so I went to that, and that was kind of like our. It was on April 1st, which was our actual technical uh, fifth anniversary. So that's how we celebrated. We did a party. Very cool. Very, very cool. Good turnout at the party. Excellent turnout at the party. Uh, I saw frighteningly few pictures of, of really? said party. Yeah, there was like like three, I think. There, a lot of them posted today. So if you saw Pelavia posting any photos today, those are from that party. Oh, I missed There's, that, but I will definitely go and take I may go take a look now. Yeah. David James Keaton was there. Um, I, uh, I coaxed Craig Clevenger out of the desert. And... Um, he, he hung out at the party, then hung out with us a little bit afterwards. Um, first time meeting Craig Clevenger in person. And guess what? He's an excellent dude in person as well. Yeah, I kind of got the feeling that's what that was going to be, that he was going to be an excellent dude. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you were jealous about that at all. Just a little bit. Just <laughs> just a tad. Just a I don't tad know. Bit. Do I have texts from you on Friday? Because I think that there was a definite angry tone coming from you for a little bit of while I was on vacation. <laughs> I am fairly certain that you got one text that said happy anniversary, and then I refused to talk to you for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, Olivius was a little bit butthurt. Yep, but that's okay, because you know what? Adam actually sent me ice cubes that I used to soothe that butthurt. Oh, good. Well, yeah, they didn't actually send them to you. He sent them to me. Oh, yeah. Happy anniversary, buddy. Yeah. Thanks. And I said, back at you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are you retexting? I was like, I thought we covered that earlier in the episode, but sure. Thanks. We'll just say it periodically to one another. No, that's the text. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, because I sent you a bunch of pictures from the party and you just didn't respond at all until like two days later. Oh, that's possible. Then I was like, oh, Livius is angry that I'm hanging out with people. No, Jealous. no, no. I wasn't angry. I wasn't angry. I was regretful for not going. Mm. So... Good party. 
the Lit Reactor crew was there. Kirk Claus, Rob Hart, Dennis Widmer, um, and others. Um, there were some other people. The Broken River crew saw Cameron Pierce there. He's always a good guy. He was... Um, it was pretty cool to hear what he's been up to and stuff like that. So, good party. Four hours of hanging out, talking to people, man. Yeah, that's um, those are fun. They're fun for you know for probably about four hours. I think in my personal experience from going to events like that, and then yeah. it's kind of time to go home. But um, I'm glad LA was good to you guys. Seem to have some uh, some decent weather while you were out there. Yep, it was uh, good weather, good times, big success. I think that we. We accomplished everything we wanted to. Um, it was nice to have the old crew back together. Pelavio was out, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the the typical crew. The only thing really was missing was Livius. And like I said in a very sappy uh, post online, you would have made it twice as fun. I did the math on that too, and I'm not sure twice as fun, but maybe thirty percent more fun. No, nah, it would have been twice as fun. It's it's hard to plug those numbers into a spreadsheet, but um, thank Man, you. You're just fucking you hitting me with the spreadsheet. <laughs> well, you didn't do a fucking spreadsheet for God's sake. I had to do all of it. So, yeah. um, no, but uh, thank you for that for that sentiment. I appreciate it. Um, from the heart, from the bottom of my heart, the bottom of your beer filled heart. Yeah, I might have to pause to get another beer, depending on how That's long good. this goes. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was... I just cracked beer number two for this episode, Livius. Oh, God. Here we go. Do you want to know what it is? It's pretty um, special. Yes, yes. I'd love to know what it is. It, it is, is... always fascinating. The, <laughs> the brewery is Treehouse. Treehouse Brewery from Monson, Massachusetts. And it's a beer called Alter Ego. This is like all the rage for beer nerds right now, getting Treehouse beers. So uh, Jesse Lawrence, friend of the podcast, hooked me up with this, and it's like I could probably sell this one can of beer for like ten or fifteen dollars, but instead I'm drinking it. Um, that's uh, that's the less cool name than I was hoping for. Um, yeah, I find fat. I find it fascinating. You know, we were talking. Um, so yesterday, I remember we were talking very recently about beers again and, and the cost of some of those beers. And uh, although I don't like beer. As a general rule, I, mm-hmm. I find the the practice of um, designer beers or, or whatever you want to call them, collectible beers, mm-hmm. um, pretty pretty fascinating. I just set up my beer coaster. Yeah, is it? Do you have a new beer coaster? Or are you no. using the same old beer coaster you've been using for three years now? Same old one. It's getting a little ratty, and um, I, I actually had people tell me they thought that I just threw it out. <laughs> um, there's a candidate for another one. It's a half of a book, if you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. But <laughs> were you not able to pick up a new beer coaster while you were at AWP? I came home with one book, and I gave it to you. Oh, perfect. Perfect, yes. That made me very, very happy, by the way. so. Um, but no, I figured maybe there was another copy of Studbook laying around AWP you could have picked up and... Maybe, get a maybe set there was, but I didn't go to AWC. <laughs> a set of four, maybe, that you could yeah. pull and you entertain? <laughs> oh, man, that's what I should do. Uh, <laughs> so. I'm sure I can get like a f- like five or ten of them on eBay for like 20 cents. Yeah. <laughs> so, at any rate, you had mentioned um, hearing only half of Keaton's story, which I'm also bummed because I always, I always hate missing out a chance to hear Keaton read. But um, we have a little a little clip from, from uh, David James Keaton. He uh, sent in a voicemail um because yeah. he does have a phone i saw evidence that he has a phone there was a photograph of him <laughs> with a with his track phone flip phone whatever mm. standing next to craig clevenger who has apparently the exact same phone um and i'm guessing he used this phone to send in this voicemail right here when i was young i got into trouble for calling my friends and smacking my penis against the phone i'm not sure why i did this except that it was back before cell phones when phones were much more painful so this benefited no one i thought it was hilarious but everyone else thought it was the dumbest thing that ever happened to him so i would keep calling and say hey steve guess what's what is this whap, whap. and steve would say why why are you doing this it got so bad that they stopped taking the calls but luckily you guys would never stop taking my calls no matter what i did so i just wanted to say rob and livius happy anniversary and guess what this is all right, that was David James Keaton. Uh, would you consider that like that was almost like a fable, right? There was like some moral to that story, or 
I, my... I don't, yeah, I guess. Mm. It's, I think there's a couple things I took away from that. Um, first of all, you know, he mentions that they were like old landline phones. And I think that maybe when when he was he was uh, hitting his his dick on those phones maybe it sounded a little more uh, had a little more oomph to it yeah just based on the design of the phone um yeah good point and, and that really there's no good reason to ever do what he did that's the other thing i took away from it yeah he messaged me apologetically saying that he had a little trouble with the uh hanging up at the end and i told him i figured he just broke the phone Nice. At any rate, thank you, David James Skeet, for that. <laughs> Listen, it, it, honestly, it, it's, it takes a lot for me to chuckle out loud when it's not like just part of like an ongoing conversation. That actually, yeah, it was good stuff right there. Here's the thing: I think we're going to see a theme of this as we go throughout these, the anniversary episode. Keaton grew up with us, man. He came up with us, um, and it's only been five years or whatever. But when uh, episode 19 hit that was a couple weeks after keaton reached out to us and said hey i was on another podcast and you want to have uh, have me on and that started it and where we're at now compared to then and same with him is like is totally different worlds it's very very true and very interesting that uh, that you put it that way yeah this last five years has not only seen 300 episodes but um a, a book um mm-hmm. us us hosting another podcast for a little bit yeah um if we had more information for you guys on what happened to that other podcast we would be glad to share it with you but <laughs> I, I don't know what happened so um i i don't know that uh that we'll be hosting another podcast again anytime soon but i'm, I'm not ruling it out um we we've been a guest on a couple or guests i guess we booked has been a guest on a couple of other podcasts so yeah we've we've uh We've gotten writing gigs off of it, like doing columns for things or doing articles for true. things. Yep, we've done that. Um, we published a, another book, a super top secret book. I don't want to say we. That was really you. But yeah. we're involved in another super top secret collection that there are only, what, what are there, 12 copies in existence? Um, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so yeah. Um, there was that. Um, it, it, there's been a lot of fun stuff over over these uh Three these awards? Three awards. Um I didn't throw this on the spreadsheet, but at least 20 great friends and then some peripheral kind of friends, too. You know? Yeah, dude. So probably like 100, but like 20 that actually, you know, matter that, you know, we think about on a day to day basis. So um, it's all been great stuff. And it's really thanks to you, you, whoever you are listening right now that we continue to do this. So, again, uh, you're as big a part of this as we are, except that um, I do some of the work. Rob does a lot of the work and you guys just tune in once a week and listen. Yeah. So really you're not as big a part of this as we are. Yeah. But you know, collectively, <laughs> if there are a lot of small parts, right, that could equal to like one big part. No. Yeah. 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 So. yeah kind of like when we did Donnie booked and we had a, a higher, a heavily more heavily weighted vote. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. It's not a fucking democracy. No, <laughs> it's a bookdocracy. That's right. So, <laughs> Oh, all good stuff. So, Rob, real quick, anything yes, we're sir. looking forward to this coming year? I mean, now that we're on that, you know, the, like the little reminiscing phase. Are, are, is this stuff that we're sure we're going to do or stuff that... No, stuff we'd like to do. Yeah, so there's one thing that I think that would be really good for us to, to branch into. We've done a great job of having guests on the podcast that are authors um, because it's a book-related podcast. So, you know, we did the right thing. We We interviewed authors and stuff like that. However, it occurred to us that there's another kind of market of people that um, our listeners could very well uh, be interested in, and that is uh, hosts of similar podcasts, right? So, yeah, let's face it, there's nothing similar out there, but there are other book related (laughs) podcasts. I don't know if I call them similar. But yeah, and actually, when when Rob says it occurred to us, it actually occurred to him, and I think it's a really good idea. So um, we're we're trying to put together maybe a little series. Do do you remember the uh, the the intro to series? <sighs> but, yeah, the series of two episodes. The series of two episodes. Um, that did not go over as as well as we had hoped. But um, you know, I, yeah, that's what we should does put together the failure list for <laughs> for the last Fuck, five years. That would have been a good idea. <laughs> um. But we're looking forward to maybe doing a little mini series um, where we have on other um, guys who do book podcasts, basically. So, um, you know, we, we've had that a, a little bit. 
um, as we've had some crossover with book spear and bullshit and this is horror. Um, but, uh, you know, we're, we're looking at just, how do I say this? Just have people on and talking to them about, you know, their, their podcast experiences, I guess. Yeah. And really what they're about. Cause if you think about it, like, uh, you as a listener of a podcast that talks about books, um, how would, how great would it be if, if you heard someone who does another podcast of books, explain what they do on their podcast and you can decide whether that's something you can add to your list. So, um, hopefully we'll get some good new guests, people we haven't talked to before, and maybe we'll bring on some familiar faces as well. Um, but just a just a way to kind of spread some goodwill in the podcast community because um, I don't know if you've been listening for the last 300 episodes, but basically we bitterly hate most podcasters. So um, I think it's time that we realize that we might have some allies out there. I would um, I'd like to correct that and say that we don't bitterly hate most podcasters out there. We bitterly hate some podcasters, Specific podcasters. <laughs> and are really fucking indifferent to a lot of them. And then there's a few we like. So All right, that's much more accurate. <laughs> so, um, so look forward to that. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, we, we were briefly talking last night about, you know, some loose scheduling and, and nailing down some dates, but I'm, I'm thinking you may, hopefully if this goes well, see some of that coming up in May next month. You may hear them soon. <laughs> you know what I'm looking forward to? Less bad puns. Nope. <laughs> That's what I'm looking forward to this year. Nope. Um, one thing I do want to see this year, and we've talked about it before, and we talked about it again last night, I really want to do some live YouTube stuff. So um, the, the premise would be Rob and I would sit around and shoot the shit for a little bit and hopefully um, do it in such a way that uh, we can get some some viewers live that we could interact with. Yeah. Um, through you know through the chat box or whatever kind of sit around have some fun rob can drink i can vape and we can maybe spend an hour here or there um having some live interaction with you guys although it's great when we get messages on facebook twitter whatever uh it would be nice to have a little bit of a live stuff going on so look forward to that hopefully this month so you, wow. you may not even have to wait till may to maybe um see this happen <laughs> All right, you just beat my pun to death. Yep, that's yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Sometimes you got to do that. <laughs> so I know you're not excited about bad puns this year, but I don't know how you feel about terrible segues. So speaking of death, uh, this is horror. <laughs> Somebody die from over there? Don't tell me that. <laughs> no, it's a bad segue. Horror, death. All right, okay, death. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, sent us in a little bit of a congratulations for for hitting our milestone. So uh, coming up in just a second, you're going to hear uh, this is horror host Michael. Is it Michael David Wilson? He put his middle name out there suddenly. He was always Michael Wilson to us, but suddenly he's Michael David Wilson. Maybe he doesn't want to be confused. I'm guessing that Michael Wilson is not uh, is not uh, a unique name. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, and Bob Passarella, sometimes co-host of This Is Horror. Uh, had some actually nice things to say about us. Hey, this is Michael Wilson of the This Is Horror podcast, and I'm joined with Bob Pastorella. Hey, Michael, how's it going? Oh, good. We're recording this message to wish the booked podcast a very happy fifth year anniversary and episode 300. That's right. That's right. They got they hit five years, three hundred episodes, and uh, apparently they've been doing it first. They were the first podcast ever. So I mean, this is this is awesome. I, mean, I may be wrong on my information, but this is awesome. And testament to just how awesome they've been are the awards that they've picked up. This is horror podcast of the year, two thousand and twelve, anthology of the year, two thousand and thirteen. And podcast of the year 2014. That is uh, an awesome uh, thing when you can pick up multiple awards like that. It just shows, you know, it's. It, you're right. It's a testament that they they withstand the test of time, and they they're they're just kicking butt, taking names. So, keep going, guys, and we look forward to recording another message for episode 400. Keep it real. There you go. Yeah, big thanks to Michael and Bob for that uh, very professionally recorded message. They didn't call from like a burner phone or anything. They <laughs> now you're shitting on David. No, no, I just <laughs> listen. Here's the whole thing. 
It's 2016. I know Keaton had a smartphone at one point because he was able to use like Facebook Messenger on it. I don't know what happened. He like took a big step backwards. Did he really? He had something. I remember when he was in town or whatever, I was messaging with him on Facebook. He had to be using something, right? Oh, maybe he was at like a library or something. <laughs> they won't let that guy in a library. <laughs> yeah, they know better. They see him and they're like, oh, this guy's trouble. Um, yeah, so uh, thanks to you guys. And I should say, um, congratulations. I, I mean, I realize this actually came out uh, like a week ago or whatever, but I today received my signed copy of Mojo Rising, which is uh, Bob Pastorella's um, novella that just came out. So I'm going to try to find some time some time to squeeze in some reading and uh, and add that to my uh, near the top of my uh, to-be-read list. Are you a fan of The Doors? Uh, no. No. Is that, do I have to be to enjoy this book? Uh, the, the title is inspired by a Doors lyric, and I believe that there's some Doorsy Easter eggs, uh, woven into the story. I'm not a hundred percent sure about that, but I think Bob said something like that on one of the episodes of this is horror that he was co-hosting. Yeah. If I'm a fan of Doors, like, yeah, cause they, they <laughs> we should have those on the front of houses. <laughs> yeah. It really keeps all that wind and rain out. Yeah. Sometimes bars you're at should work on how their doors work, like putting a fucking lock on them. <laughs> uh, um yeah so congratulations bob um for uh for your release uh came out from perpetual motion machine publishing who also as all roads lead back to david james keaton published propeller hats for the dead stealing propeller hats from stole, the dead. yeah and stole them from them too stealing yeah, he stole those fuckers stole them i just want to say since we're congratulating this is horror congratulations on um their rapid rise in patreon contributions i don't know if you've checked out their patreon page lately but they're kind of creeping up on our level of uh, monthly support, and it's making me a little nervous. So, um, anybody who that was kind of a little backwards. Congratulations! <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> no, it's like it's a compliment in that like I don't want them to overtake us in in monthly contributions. So, um, the compliment is I'm feeling a little bit nervous. There's a there's a little bit of a fire under my ass. So uh, we're gonna have to find a way to get more contributions on our Patreon page. We will. Year five will be the year we retire off podcast money. Ooh, damn. That's a big... It's a big <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen, but no. it sounded really good. Like sounded great. Yeah. Um, but no, This Is Horror has uh, has really upped their game um, in the last year or so with just number of episodes and the content they put out. So a uh, great job by those guys. So Yeah, they're approaching five years too, I think. <laughs> They're going on it. Four, four, maybe three. I don't know. But yeah. So um, good stuff there. All right. This isn't really five year related or anything. But, you know, I was thinking and this this kind of happened. It was like the day before you left for L.A. So we didn't really get much of a chance to talk about this. But um, uh, one of our listeners, Brad Sanders, um, reached out to us. It's not the first time he had recommended uh, to me some time ago um, that I read a book called Enter Night that it would kind of reinvigorate the vampire huh is that that's that song by metallica right <laughs> yeah i think this is the novelization oh okay of of um oh what the hell is that called it's called enter sandman right is the actual oh, song I, you're talking about right yeah. yeah i think you're right i'm not a big yeah. metallica fan but i just that recognized those those were enter night sounded very familiar to me so he had messaged again, and um, so we mentioned uh, a couple episodes ago we were talking about the the Patterson novella project. Yeah, um, and we had said that you know we just need to get someone to read those for us, all of them. I believe is what we said. <laughs> and I don't think that's what he volunteered to do. I think it is. I think he volunteered to read some of them. I'm going to go to the fucking record. Continue talking. Yeah. So he. Um, he had messaged and, and volunteered for that project, and then he reminded me about the reading this book, Enter Night, um, which is actually by Cheezine, which I will give, you know, that we, we have yet to read a bad Cheezine book. Um, am, I, am I correct in that? We've liked pretty much everything that, that we've read from them? Everything, yep. Yeah, the book's by Michael Rowe. I don't have it pulled up, but I believe that's the name. Um, so <laughs> I said I would talk over with Rob his, his message about reading the Patterson things and Rob and I talked about it briefly last night and here's what we've come to. Here's what I think we should do with this guy and, and, and listeners feel, feel free to chime in. I think that um, us uh, having him do these reviews should be based on his taste in vampire books. So I think I'm going to read enter night 
And based on if I like the book or not, we, we give him the gig. What do you think, Rob? Does that sound like a good like a good plan? Um, yes, and I actually have to apologize. He did say I would sacrifice some of my own reading to do the Patterson novella review for you. So he definitely said it in the singular. Smart thinking, Brad. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think that's what we're gonna do. That's what I was saying. My 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 to to read list, not for the podcast, is gonna get really heavy really quick. So um, I got Mojo Rising and apparently Enter Night, which I did buy minutes. I bought the Kindle version minutes after he sent that message. Um, but I, I also um, still wasn't reading for the podcast. Took a little little vacation from reading, and instead watched some TV. Can we talk about some of the things I watched? <sighs> It's what we do on this podcast now. We don't read That's books. That's right. No, we don't. We've stopped yeah. reading books. So yeah. I watched the um, Turkish horror movie Baskin. <laughs> okay. Never heard of um, it. Which, yeah, well, I know. Which was which was not very good. Uh, it, it seemed like the premise was going to be really great, and, and I think it kind of petered out a little bit. Um, let's see. Season four of Banshee, the fourth and final season began, and that was amazing. I watched that. The whole thing? No, the first episode. Oh, was there sex? It, um, oddly enough, oh yeah, there was. There actually was sex. <laughs> I was going to say no because the the hood, the the sheriff hood, the main character mm-hmm. was not sexually involved in anything in this episode, but one of the other characters was. So yes, Ooh. yes, there was sex. Um, and then I started watching the the Korean drama Boys Before Flowers. So because of course you have, of course I have, and I played a lot of Call of Duty. Um, I will mention something of note that I did watch uh, and make people watch while I was in uh, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. There's a TV show called China, Illinois. It's on Adult Swim. It's also available for viewing on Hulu uh, based on the cartoon Professor Brothers, which um, is by Brad Neely and was uh, uh, available on is available on YouTube. And the first episode of season two is called The Perfect Lecture. And I'm just going to set this up a little bit. So China, Illinois is based on the, the, it takes place at a college and there's two brothers who are both history professors at the college. And then there's some students and other people. And one of the brothers, uh, by accident delivers what's what he, what is considered the perfect lecture. And he's like struck by lightning and he's floating in the air. And it's this like crazy, you know, like almost like, quickening Highlander type thing. He calls it a quickening later on. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm using that Highlander reference. Um, and then he becomes obsessed with repeating the, the experience. And it comes around that he has to basically do everything he did the night before the perfect lecture in order for it to work and have the same experience. And he did some of the most vile, ridiculous things the night before. So it's just showing the same, like, ridiculous like vile things over and over again and it's hilarious so i um since i, I have hulu i i may have to give that a watch but i, I did pull that up in um on google mm-hmm. and uh can i read you some of the synopses for some of the show <laughs> okay <laughs> all right so um i guess this is season three episode two best face forward is the name of the episode Frank's anus learns how to speak and becomes a world famous stand-up comic <laughs> all right there is a season three, episode four called Crow College. Since crows have the intelligence of four-year-old humans, <laughs> the dean enrolls a murder of them as new students. Um, let's see. Ba- uh, Parents' Day, uh, episode six of season three. Baby Cakes cannot attend the faculty Parents' Day at UCI because he must visit his mother for the weekend. Um, this sounds p- pretty fascinating. Um you didn't see the synopsis where there's a time traveling Ronald Reagan then. Um that must be season two. Yeah, I think it's in season two. Yeah. This this pulled up season three at kind yeah. of default. I realized as I was reading up that I was just kind of stuck in season three. Yep, the perfect lecture, season two, episode one. Uh yeah, there's uh this looks this does look kind of interesting. It looks like the art. Is the art really crappy? I mean like the, the animation, the couple still basic animation. Is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looks like like something you would draw because you were bored, you know, during a work meeting or something. Yep. Yep. So um interesting. I may have to I may have to give that a gander. Are those like twenty two minute episodes yeah. or whatever? Like, yeah. Okay. 
Well, there you go. Just all the highbrow shit we do when we're not reviewing fine literature, I guess. Like yeah. Korean dramas <laughs> and cartoons about talking anuses, I guess. <laughs> God damn it. Yep. Our parents, our parents must be very proud. <laughs> so do you know who – we haven't talked about this person in a while, but who I think would just love China, Illinois. I think it would be right up his alley. James Patterson? Um, no, we talked about him recently. Okay, damn it. But I'm going to let you keep guessing now because this is kind of fun. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, Malaz you know Corbier? Uh, nope. Triple A. A. Adam Otten. <laughs> You're just going to talk about everybody that's abandoned I'm gonna us. Talk, I'm going to talk about lists of people that... that um, well, we, yeah, we talk, talked about this a couple weeks ago when, when we were trying to set up the show and we said we should have that like in memoriam like they always mm. do like the Oscars. And yep. really, that's the two people that would be on our list. <sighs> yeah. Um, I'm kind of worried about audio montage with some sad music in the background. Yeah. And, and I'm worried that like the, those two are going to be that, like when they do the, where are they now? Kind of retrospective on us. They're going to talk about the two tragedies where we continued our, um, carefree podcasting lifestyle where there was these two tragic lives where people were spiraling into like despair and depression or something like that because they just like, Dropped off the face of the earth. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. It, 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 yes, yes, that's probably what would happen in the retrospective. But to be fair, we would we would likely open them with with open arms if if they open if they them with open arms or welcome. We would them. welcome them with open arms. Is that what you do with we open would, arms? I'd open know. them with like a knife or or something <laughs> right. like that, and then and then embrace them with open <laughs> arms. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so whatever it is that you would do, we would probably do that. <laughs> whatever the right thing is to do. Someone fucking tell us what the right thing to do the is. The kind and warm thing to do. Yes. So, um, But that being said, they're not here for us to open or embrace or do anything with any arms open or otherwise. But um, So I'm, I'm guessing it wasn't either one of them then. No, but I think you're, you're pretty warm. You're on the right track as far as who I was thinking. Um, uh, I've, I've got... A, <laughs> Skip Papersley, who we thought, who we thought maybe had abandoned us, but did provide us with a a new edition of Booked News for our 300th episode. This is Booked News. I'm Skip Papersley. Now for the news. Today, or sometime close to today, is the five-year anniversary for Booked. Let's take a look back at the last five years in books and see what the boys have been up to. First on the list is Gone Girl by Gillian Flynn. While the book boys never bent the back of this beloved book, it was a favorite among fans of book news and former husband of Gillian Flynn. It's remarkable that Rob and Livius managed to stay together for five years, but I couldn't manage to keep a marriage together for five months. One hit book and she runs off with a teen intern. Second on the list is that book I promised never to mention. Third on the list is our friend and current roommate Malik Tumbali. Malik lost his job after a teen intern stole all the money earned from the public broadcast radio fund drive. He is still unemployed and living with me until he gets back on his feet. Please help by visiting his GoFundMe page. Fourth, George R.R. R. Martin hasn't finished a single book the entire time the podcast has been on the air. Now, you know who to blame. On the other hand, James Patterson has finished 91 books. That's a book every 20 days. And now, the New York Times bestsellers in fiction recap. Flying away from the list is Kristen Hanna's The Nightingale at number 5. Jacqueline Winspear takes a trip to the fourth spot with Journey to Munich. Private Paris by James Patterson and, yes, also Mark Sullivan reveals itself at number three. Snuggling in to the number two spot is Cynthia DeAbrick Sweeney with The Nest. And finally at number four is Fool Me Once by Harlan Coben. Just kidding, it's number one. This has been Book News. I'm Skip Papersley, but before I sign off, but before I sign off, let me say it's been a delight to ride alongside Rob and Livius for these many years. Thank you for thawing me out of that iceberg and taking me out for ice cream. This has been Skip Papersley, signing off. God, I miss that guy. I mean, I know that he's, you know, he's he's relocated and he probably has some kind of fucking life outside of gathering news for this podcast, but but I have missed him dearly.
So the interesting thing about the timing on this is that Brayton Cameron, who does Skip Papersley, does another podcast called Teenage Dirtbags. You know this. We've talked about it on the podcast before. Absolutely. I've listened to several episodes. Their latest episode, It's My Life by Bon Jovi. All comes around to David James Keaton and John Bon Jovi. That's what I say. That's what the whole fucking universe revolves around. That's right. So, um, uh, thanks to thanks to Skip Papersley and that Brayton Cameron guy for getting us um, for getting us that for this episode. It uh, it, it it made it made my heart um, smile yeah. with open with open arms, Brayton. That's like a Creed song, I think. <laughs> and I had almost enough open. beer to just sing that. Oh, <laughs> uh, you were what, what were you singing earlier? You were singing something today. Yeah, fuck. It was before we were recording. You just started singing something. Oh, the final countdown because of the kazoo. Oh, because you were making yeah, me, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah. Yep. The kazoo. <laughs> the kazoo song which we for we won't mention why. <laughs> yeah, no, we will. Our listeners are like, I'm starting to hate these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> they're just starting. They just they're not terribly perceptive, I guess. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it took them 5 years to realize we're yeah, just assholes who just entertain ourselves. Pretty much. So, um, speaking of entertaining ourselves, um, and, and you guys will hear more <laughs> about this in a couple of weeks, um, but we managed to entertain the hell out of ourselves last night by doing um, the fifth installment of Noir at the Bar Chicago. Let me tell you, this was an amazing reading. Amazing. Did you just tell me? Because I was there, I know. Oh, no, no, I was telling the listeners. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> it's like... Livius, I want you to know this is an amazing reading. Stop drinking, Rob. I was there with you, man. Um, It it was it was an amazing reading. So much so that I felt that we didn't shine enough. Like like I no, I didn't even know what fucking reader was coming up next. Oh yeah, so you guys will get that audio probably in like two weeks, um, just because we don't want to bombard you with stuff. And fuck, I'm still listen. I've been reading Welcome to Night Vale for like a month, it feels like. So we've got to get that out of the way first. But we do have Noir at the Bar 5 coming. Um, yeah, it, uh, terrific stuff. Um, two, two, two people sang at, at some point during their reading, which was pretty special. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Phillips, who um, we have had on reading previously. Once, but he's, I'm, I'm going to tease this a little bit. Scott Phillips doing something he has never done at a reading before. Those are his own words. Yeah, it's something that he's never done at a reading before. So you'll definitely want to come back and check that out. Possibly um, never will do at a reading again. We had a, we had a great car drive um, with Kevin Lynn Helmick, especially on the way down. I think we were all kind of tired on the way back, so it was a little more subdued. Yeah. But on our way down, a, a great drive um, down to Chicago. Uh, we 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 maybe <laughs> I don't even know how to say this. We we may have stumbled on to somebody that was plotting some type of something at this cafe we were at, but I don't want to give out too many details because I don't want them to come <laughs> and kill me. That's what you're going to latch on to? It's not the stopping and peeing in a forest on the side of the road thing? Yeah, listen. All right, so hold on. Let me just clarify. I didn't stop to pee in a forest on the side of the road. I didn't stop to pee in a forest on the side of the road. All right, I just, listen. I don't want to throw anybody under a bus or in some, <laughs> or in some discovered bushes, but uh, I just want people to know. That's not me, but that that, that happened. Um, it was it was a good t- it was a good time. So we it managed. Was, it was very entertaining. I was thoroughly entertained by. I <laughs> want to say is on the podcast. All I want to say is that there was somebody who was at the reading, who I saw several times walk past the place the reading was beforehand, <laughs> which is very confusing, but also managed to to cause me to be very entertained. So. Um, I, I don't want yeah. a vague cast, but yeah, there's something I don't want to call anybody out by name on some things, but god damn it, I was so entertained. Oh, and at least you got it. You did get an answer about that eventually. Sure. Didn't you? I, I don't believe the answer I got. Oh, right. <laughs> saving some face or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway. Um, it was a great reading, and um, look forward to that because it's going to be. It's going to be a really good couple of episodes, and I, Jake, Livius, and I all um, unanimously agree that it is the best Chicago noir at the bar that has ever happened. Yeah, and in case you didn't catch, um, you know, from the last couple episodes where we mentioned it, it was Jed Ayers, Scott Phillips, Ed Kurtz, and very new to us, Christian, and I don't know if I'm saying it, Tabardo? Tabardo? Tabardo. Tabardo. Yeah. Um, Who who was, (laughs) he was something else, man. I I, I will say that... um, 
I'm going to go with you as my favorite reader of the night. And, and I say that cautiously because Jed is always amazing. But I, I've seen Jed read several times. So, it, it, you know what I mean? It was a little less impactful, I guess, than... Yeah. It, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't that it wasn't great. You were accustomed just, to him. Yeah. You've built up my, an immunity like a junkie. Yeah. Yes. Jed lived up to my expectations of Jed, which are high. Jed so, yeah. jetted the place is what he did. Yeah, pretty much. So... <laughs> But yeah, great stuff. That'll be coming up um, very, very soon. And, um, you know, that's something else we didn't talk about. In the last year, we've now done five in roughly a year um, north of our Chicago's. But man, how m- do you just any idea how many readings we put on here? It's got to be upwards of 20 now, right? Uh, I'm guessing like 25 or yeah, 25 yeah. or so. Yeah. So uh, something else that we didn't think would ever happen uh, on this podcast that has been uh, great great for us now i don't know if it's great for us as a podcast i mean to be honest our reading episodes get less listens than our non-reading episodes right um but they're so much fun to do and we get to meet so many cool people and and kind of make new new friends through the process that uh it's totally worth it and i look forward to doing a ton more of those this upcoming year by a ton i mean like three or four like two or three yeah oh <laughs> three or four sorry it was <laughs> okay. lowballing i was i think i was lowballing <laughs> lowballing a little bit all right, and what uh, what recent episode, at least, while we're talking about what's happened in the last five years, in the last year, we actually added an intern. Yeah. So, yeah, which is which is great, um, except I always thought interns had to do all the work. He, well, here's the thing. Um, instead of me getting more work to do, we gave him all the new work, I feel. Oh, I feel yeah, like yeah, I guess that's, yeah, and I guess that's fair. And you know what? Regardless, we absolutely love we love our little marketing intern Ryan McRae, <laughs> um, world fucking traveler Ryan McRae. Because right now he's in California, then he's going to be in China, and uh, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to tell him how to do things in Chinese. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't either. But you know what? I'm I'm learning how to speak a little bit of Korean through through some of the stuff I've been watching. So maybe it's close, right? I mean, how different can it be? Probably it's the exact same. It's probably the exact same, like so. Slavic languages. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Um, here is uh, here is our weekly now <laughs> clip um, from Mr. McRae. Hi, this is Ryan McRae, the Booked Podcast Marketing Intern. Just wanted to wish Livius and Rob a happy anniversary on all their episodes. Well done. And if you want to see what they've done, you can sign up for the Booked Podcast newsletter. Going to bookedpodcast.com, you'll get a copy of the Booked Anthology in all digital formats. And just well done, fellas. I'm glad I'm your intern. And now back to the show. All right, that was Ryan McRae, the marketing intern for the Booked Podcast. And you know what? As as much as he is doing for us, I did not see him anywhere last night to take bathroom selfies with us at the the North Bar Show. Yeah, and you know what? If he actually, we should have him be the photography intern too, because then yeah. he would have had to be there. Yeah, and he wasn't right. in in California with me either. So, yeah. guess he was taking pictures of himself like a dick. Yeah, and you know what? You're not very good at it because all the pictures I saw were blurry. Oh, well, those aren't my pictures. Okay. <laughs> so, saw <laughs> so a lot of blurry pictures, so I guess that's... Maybe those uh, my drunk pictures. Could be. It could be. Maybe the people you were taking pictures of were just blurry. Yeah, like Bigfoot. Like Bigfoot. So, um, But a big thanks to, to Ryan for, um, for, for you know, kind of taking this ride um, with us, and, and hopefully we'll have him around for a few more years at least before he fucking abandons us like other people have done yeah the 300 dollar love roll patreon is fucking me getting a fucking therapist for all my abandonment issues no shit man right so god yeah i'm, I'm just i'm thinking back through my last minutes and and uh yeah the stroll down memory lane it was supposed to be like a celebration and i'm just fucking depressed i'd pour some out for our homies but i finished that beer so yeah, bad beer timing. <laughs> Not to mention, it's really expensive beer to pour it's, out for those yeah, guys. It's so. pretty special for pouring out. I mean, like, I don't have any, I don't have any beer that I would pour out for for these homies. All right, and we should probably shout out a, a few people that um, that that um, were thoughtful enough to, to remember it was our anniversary because we really didn't go online and say anything about being Book's fifth anniversary, right? I mean, we right. didn't really draw a, a lot of attention to it. Um, when it happened, mostly because we weren't going to be able to, you know, to put on an episode. But um, so some people just fucking remembered or found out somewhere. Maybe they have it in their little reminders on their calendar and stuff. Um, so here's a few people. Hopefully we didn't miss anybody on this list. We, we kind of compiled this last minute. But um, Sean Ferguson, 
I, I don't want to. I don't want to say Sean abandoned us because he moved on. He just found a new family, I guess. You know, complete with twins, <laughs> like a real and, one and a and wife. Twin babies, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but it was very, very thoughtful of Sean, who we missed terribly on this podcast. And if you're ever going to read a book again, buddy, maybe we'll read it with you and you can review it with us. Um, Nikki Gerlane, um, good uh, now longtime friend of the show, whose whose message was the only one that that included a, a picture of cleavage. That's yeah, something. So, I don't know whether I should be incredibly happy with her or incredibly disappointed in everyone else. <laughs> or maybe thankful when you hear the rest of the list. Yeah, I was going to say, so let's go on to the next one, which is Pela Via, who probably could have qualified for, for the same type of photo, I'm guessing, right? As, you know, she's also a woman. Yeah, she's probably got some of that cleavage that we've been talking about. But she was our co-editor. I would feel like there was some sort of weird... Yeah, workplace yeah. harassment situation going on if we requested something like that. No, or if she said it, she'd be harassing us. I think. Yeah, like, well, that's what I meant. So that's, yeah, okay. Yeah, but um, also uh, we had a few others, uh, really long time. Actually, all of these guys are long time either listeners or friends of the podcast or listening friends of the podcast. Frank Edler, who has been a, a listener, I think since like the very beginning, and um, does his own now too. He's just keeps making new podcasts he has doubled the number of podcasts that he's doing can you believe that shit doubled from one to two yep i mean i guess there's no way to add another podcast on without doubling it so it's not as impressive (laughs) as you make it sound um (laughs) uh frank edler thanks so much man he's always been uh, a great supporter of us kevin lynn helmick um who we met actually in February of 2012, so almost a little over four years ago, at our first live reading that we attended, which was Noir at the Bar St. Louis. So this past Noir at the Bar Chicago was a bit of a reunion because uh, Jed and Scott were there, but also Kevin and us. So thanks, Kevin, for your kind words. Brendan McFarland, which of all the list of people who have, have given us congratulations, I feel like the most bad for him because he keeps inviting us to these... Uh, he does a regular series in Chicago called Bad Grammar Theater, which everybody should check out. And I'm I literally am every, I'm working every time he has one of them, <laughs> so I haven't been able to go, and I felt like uh, terrible that I haven't been able to reciprocate the the support that he's given us. Uh, he's a super good guy. And last but not least, Jesse Lawrence, longtime friend of the podcast, longtime super best bud of mine, and uh, roommate uh, with me when we were in. Uh, California for for AWP. Yeah, we should make it a point to get down to a bad grammar theater. And, and I, I I want you to understand if you're listening, Brendan, that's a big deal for me to get in my car and drive to Chicago again. Just saying. Yeah, the only thing that brings Livius, even outside of the northwest suburbs, is uh, vape conventions or mm-hmm. me constantly nagging him until he actually gives in. Yeah, hey, if you're at Vape Bash Five in St. Charles next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, give a little preview of what it's going to sound like if you at Vape Bash 5. <laughs> Multiply that times uh, a thousand. That's just like, yeah, there's going to be the white noise of 8,000 people fucking vaping at the same time. Brandon Teets would be very proud of you. He would be. He would be. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. So there's that. <laughs> but, yeah. And then, uh, oh, oh, can I can I plug? This will be the last time I plug it on the podcast, okay. I promise. Just yes. we, won't have, we won't have another episode before then. Um, so I will be leaving the northwest suburbs once again um, a week from Sunday. So the 17th um, is the, uh, the, the charity walk that I'm participating in, which is um, to fund pancreatic cancer research. Um, donations are still uh, available. You can still donate. Um, you've still got until then and probably after then too. Um, but I would like to take a moment and thank, um, thank a few people who have already helped me reach my, uh, my somewhat modest goal that I set. Yeah. I just want, I'm just going to quick roll call guys. If I'm naming you here, you guys are fucking awesome. So, um, Frank Edler, um, Jesse Lawrence, Nikki Gerlane, uh, Misty Bennett, Cindy Knight, who is Rob's mom and is is super super awesome for helping um, contribute to this cause, and Adam Bell Corelli. Do you know Bell Corelli was his last name? Whose last name? Adam, whose legs don't work. His He's actual got... last name is not whose legs don't work. I I grew up with this guy. I didn't know I didn't know it was his name at all. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, he, it's on all the packages he sends. Uh, his return. At, oh, no. Ah, oh, mother. Oh, I yeah. See who he really loves. Yeah. Well, that's 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 um uh, that's uh, that's okay, guys. You guys are all awesome. Thank you so much for uh, for helping me um, fund my goal for the 2016 Dash for Detection is the the technical um, name of this thing. Um, if you want to throw a couple bucks my way, I will. Um, throw another link in the book podcast listening group maybe one on the main book podcast page but um thank you for your support i will be thinking of each and every one of you um while i'm walking which is if you donate and other than that i'm not thinking of anybody so while he's wheezing and coughing as he walks yeah 5k it's, it's, or whatever yeah yeah that's 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 some miles right is it like 1800 5k yeah it's like yeah, eighteen five thousand miles. miles right yeah something yeah that's yeah 5k <laughs> 5k five, means five thousand yeah. right so, it's very good. It might be a couple of weeks without an episode. <laughs> I'm finishing that up. Shit, I should have read Night Vale episodes. the whole way. Yeah. So, um, but a uh, big thanks um, to you guys. Um, it, awesome, awesome that you're able to, to 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 help me meet this goal. So, thank you again very much. Talking about meeting goals, we're gonna shill a little bit for ourselves. Livius actually is very generous and has decided to give up. A $25 Amazon gift card. And all you have to do is sign up for our newsletter, right? Yes, yes. But you have to do it in a very particular way, right? <laughs> so one of the other things that has come to pass. So we, we talked earlier about it. It'd be fun to talk about all our failures. This one was not a failure. Massive success. God, like a year and a half ago, maybe, we <laughs> talked about Livazon.com. Livazon.com is now a thing. <laughs> strongly encourage you to go visit our new website, which of course, I mean, I, I didn't want to say it, but we did knock off a little bit from, from amazon.com. Um, and, and we do something very similar in that they both have a website. When you go there, go to that yeah. website, yeah. <laughs> read, what is one of the funniest things I've ever seen Rob do um, that he put on the website um, and then make a selection and they've subscribed to the newsletter, and we'll be giving away a $25 Amazon gift card um, to, to one of you um, at the end of this month, Rob. Yeah, so we're going to do a random selection of one of our new newsletter subscribers between, like, now-ish and um, at the end of the month. And on May 1st, we're going to choose one person that's going to get a $25 Amazon gift card directly from Livia Snedden. Yeah, we were going to do a Livazon gift card, but you know what you'd be able to buy with that? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. You could maybe get the domain off of us. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and some good wishes. So, <laughs> and uh, any legal um, problems that arise from that domain, I might add. Correct. So, um, no Oh, films. that'd be great if with that $25 gift card, we also transferred ownership of the website. <laughs> God, just to absolve us of any legal... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would, that would probably be that might happen too. All right, so, so uh, I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> this $25 gift card that you get um, implies you possibly also have ownership of Livazon.com. Possibly, just from a legal standpoint, if any problems arise from Amazon yeah. stomping out the little guy, because that's what Amazon does. Yeah, stomps out the little guy. So um, please go over and sign up. Please get yourself this $25 gift card. It's actually, and, it's actually a Kindle gift card. It's like a Kindle-branded gift card, because what else ooh. would I have, right? And a free copy of the book. Let's let's back up a little bit. When you sign up for the newsletter, no matter what, you're getting a copy of the book anthology in some digital format of your choice, no matter what, whether you win this $25 gift card or not. This $25 gift card is just an incentive to lure you into um, potential legal co-ownership of a website that Amazon might sue us over. There you go. So again, not that it's self-serving or anything, but yeah, so that's that's how we get out of our, our legal <laughs> trouble. So please sign up. Um, and you know what? Quite honestly, sign up some other people. You know, you got some <laughs> friends. I mean, look, here's the whole thing, right? Does it matter? It, we, there's no uh, this isn't this isn't there's no verification process we don't we don't make you like submit a photo of you holding up today's newspaper so we know you're a real person <laughs> put in your mom's email address yeah. got a neighbor someone a coworker you don't like listen we don't promise stuff that's coming over is safe for work coworker you hate throw their email address in there we don't care yeah so um and then and then once every eight or nine months you'll get like a weird photo of us in a bathroom or something. So I think it's the only yeah. thing that's ever gone out in a newsletter. Yeah. 
So. The, and just to be clear, in case you're timid about these types of things, we were fully clothed in that bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, and if and if you're not timid about those things, yeah. hey, well, that's, that's that's how it starts. It's always <laughs> the first one's real tame. It's right? set. Yeah, so um, <laughs> so go ahead and do that. It would make us happy. It would be a nice fifth anniversary gift. Yeah, not not as nice as chocolate covered fruit because that shit was delicious. Not as nice as that list list of stuff that Adam and Oshkosh, uh sent us. Did you look at that Etsy page of popular items for fifth anniversary gifts? Yes, I did. I did. The I, the yeah. squirrels drinking a cocktail together. Yep. Yep. Some cufflinks. <laughs> We're not looking for a wood mold of the the state of New Hampshire that says home on it. No. All we want you to do is get a free book. Yeah. We want you to have free stuff. So go do that. And then come back for another 300 episodes. <laughs> There's no desperation in that statement at all. No. Not at all. Come back for more. We're going to keep doing this for, for the foreseeable future. So. Yep. So that's going to wrap it up for our 300th episode, fifth anniversary um, extravagant. It wasn't really extravaganza, was it? It was just a good no, chill. No, it was us talking about it. It's what we do best. Yeah. It was really uh, just, just <laughs> fucking some mutual masturbation on the podcast. That's yeah. that's what that was. So it's going to wrap it up for that shit. Until next time when we actually, for real, mm-hmm. review mm-hmm. Welcome mm-hmm. to Night Vale. <laughs> done making commitments uh, <laughs> like that sorry i'm rob olson and i'm livia snedden thanks for being here <laughs> <laughs>